0: Welcome to the Inside Ride, a Top 20 Training Podcast, episode 41. So happy to have you with us. It has been a little bit of a break, and uh, we are feeling fresh and brand new for you. So excited about this today. Tom and I connect and talk about since it's February, it's the middle of the school year. Uh, we got some challenging months currently and ahead of us, so we talk about what matters. You know, we talk about looking for hope. Looking for moments where we can go big and small moments of mattering for these kids. What do they really need in addition to all the good stuff schools provide? So we take a look at what matters and we give you some some tips and techniques uh, to get that done. Before we get into that quick commercial, uh, Tom and I are going to be speaking March 6th through the ninth at the California Association of Directors of Activities Conference in Reno, Nevada. Super excited about it. So for all our California CATA listeners, uh, we're having three sessions, two of which will be on the sixth at 1.30 and 2.30, talking about mistake-making and talking about culture. And then again, on the eighth, we'll be talking about reframing, using the frame to get different results. So just a shout out to that promo. So without further ado, let's get into episode 40. What Matters? Thanks so much for being along for this week's ride. Hello, everybody. Here we go with the actual intro. I just did a pre-intro with lovely music, and now I finally have my partner Tom Cody with me. How are you doing there, Thomas?
1: Just wonderful, Kevin. We've had a prolonged absence from the podcast circuit, but we're back. We had some technical company stuff going on, and now we're back into action. So we'll try to be a little bit more regular. I have another one following this podcast. We're going to have a special guest coming up in the next couple of weeks and uh we promise to regale you with something worthwhile as you're driving down the highway.
0: Yep, highway, dirt road, bendy or straight, whatever it may be. I was just speaking of straight roads. I was on I-90 for about 4 hours the other day. We all know uh we all know how straight that can be, and there was no snowstorm, so I was very, very grateful. Um, Tom and I got to meet in a coffee shop this morning here in St. Paul, chatted about what's important for our company, chatted about something pretty personal about what's important for, for me and him, and uh, and now we're here to share that very same topic with you in regards to what's important. So as educators, Tom, <clears throat> February is a tough one i think actually for anyone february is a tough one but those that live in the upper midwest february can be can be challenging because of the darkness that i might might let you talk about a little bit but uh this is a good time of the school year for for educators to really close their lesson book close what they've done before and just ask the ever important question what matters most right now
1: right i did 40. Years, forty of these Februarys up in Minnesota, and this is a time where you talk about I ninety through South Dakota, Uh, right on the side of the road, and I ninety is right where hope died. It's laying on the road, you know, and that's about what happens in February. Our little I ninety through the school year, you kind of give up hope a little bit if you're if you're any good at this job because you're just trying everything. You got kids with the flu and RSV and they come and they go and they're going on a two week trip to Switzerland and they need their homework. This can be exasperating for teachers, this run because we're a ways away from spring. We're a long way from graduation and it's easy to lose hope here. Mm -hmm. And I think the secret is you got to keep an eye on what matters. And I know you're trying to get through page 411 and you got to get through six different learning targets before the end of the trimester or whatever system you're on at school. But then we forget why the kids are in school. Why is that, Kevin? Why do we put them in a little house called school and lock them up till they're 18?
0: Well, it's not because of my excellent Shakespeare lessons or your amazing Pythagorean proof squared divided by 8a stuff it's about human development i mean that's what this is all about <clears throat> we at top 20 training we really like to think about school as a bicycle front wheel back wheel back wheel where the where the knowledge is is housed the iq stuff the content the stuff you know that that typically you ask any kid what school about they're going to say books tests assessments um and that's important we we are we are educators we believe in that wholeheartedly but we also know how essential the front wheel is the the EQ the emotional quotient social emotional learning really doesn't matter what phrase you put on it's about people smarts navigational tools human development so that's what matters you know you can't just have one wheel you you really can't you need both if you want a smoother more successful ride you have to have the 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 churning in the back and you have the, have the navigational skills and tools up front um and you say you say you know where hope dies this is this is the moment where february for example where where it's hard to find hope hard to find the shining lights well you got to go looking for it and you got to get after it You really do. I'm not kidding you. I was cruising down I-90, cruising down I-90, and I stopped off in a little town and went to this little restaurant that boasted the best hamburger, best cheeseburger in all of South Dakota, and I said, I'll give it a go, and I found it, hopeful, and that gave me enough fuel for the next thing. So I think for educators, you got to find your and the students' next bit of fuel to get through February and then get through March, Um, and maybe it's not in the book. Maybe it's someplace else.
1: No, and it's in the stories, it's in the growth, it's in the anecdotes, it's it's meeting kids at the door, it's asking kids how the funeral went, it's it's meeting with a kid who didn't make the spring musical and saying, Hey, have you ever thought about going out for the track team? It's about a different shift in our thinking as educators. We've turned from content givers, which is still important because yeah. you need help you need health insurance. You still gotta do Pythagorean theorem if you're the math guy or gal. But there's so much more to the job now, and, and we've really been freed up in a way with Khan Academy and Rosetta Stone and all that, and Google this and Kia Monkey that and all these ways kids can garner information. We can kind of get down to what matters, which is the human development of this young person sitting in front of us. And that can be daunting because we're yeah. not necessarily getting great family Value parenting, every kid is not having that experience at home. So we have to provide that. That's what we do now. And it's it's a shift for us older folks to rethink our job. But we're in the mentoring young people business now.
0: Yeah. In school. And I think <clears throat> you and I were talking about this a little at the coffee shop this morning. Um, educators and, and for ourselves too, we have to take down the old the old shields. We gotta not be defensive when we think about our profession and what we've been doing. Because I could sit here and defend everything I did in the classroom, but then if I lower my shield, maybe I can see something different. So Tom, you tell me I was up in my attic yesterday and I was looking for I was looking for who cares what I was looking for. I was looking for something and I started going through my old boxes and I stumbled upon letters. That I had saved from students from the classroom. And this one particular one just said, Hey, Mr. Brennan, I loved your class. Uh, it was super fun. I learned a lot. And he said a couple things like that, which made me feel warm and fuzzy. But the last sentence was simply this: it was, thanks for listening to me talk about my Mustang. I appreciate you listening. My parents won't listen, and neither will my friends. And then he signed his name. So what kind of prep did I have to do for that kid that day? Zero. What kind of what kind of curriculum did I have to purchase for that kid that day? Zero. I noticed something in him called love of cars, and I gave him a listen. That could have been 10 seconds, Tom, for all I know. You know what I mean? It's been so long. But that was the thing he, he said, I'm gonna put this from my pen to the page and, and write Mr. Brennan a little thank you note. And, and it was like, okay, so what matters? What matters? Now, I guarantee you, I taught that kid something. I guarantee, you, and I remember this kid, like it was yesterday, and he struggled academically. I taught him some stuff, some English teacher stuff, but what really mattered and what matters to this day? You know, it's, again, the age-old thing. If I found him now and talked to him about what he recalls from my English class, psh, he might mention that I listen to Mustangs. He's probably not going to say anything about the iambic pentameter meter that Shakespeare used in his sonnets and the the... the couplets and all sorts of stuff. That's not what he's going to recall. So what matters, Tom? These kids and aiding in their human development. Yeah, and
1: and the scary thing for me is to ask the question, which I'm reluctant to ask because I know the answer for many kids. How did it feel to be taught by you? How did that kid feel when you were teaching that kid? That's what comes up at the 20-year reunion. That's what comes up at the 30-year reunion. That never goes away. That stuff is sticky, and a lot of the content is not. So we all know that intuitively, but it's hard to remember. The other thing is you don't get to pick which interactions are going to be the sticky ones. The kid right. the kid picks, and it might be something negative. It might be something positive about his Mustang car, you know. Yeah. But here, here's what's bugging me. I got a burr in my saddle here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'd pay money to see you in a saddle.
1: Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be in there long. Plus, I I couldn't get up on the horse without a crane.
0: You need a panda.
1: You need someone helping you. But here's the deal. Uh, A lot of kids have figured out since COVID, you don't really have to be in school to get a grade or to succeed or to get the content. I can show up Monday at a high school. I'm about a BC student. I find out what's due when. I figure out which day the science lab is. I got to be at school that day. It's kind of like college. You pick and choose when you come to high school now. I got a car. I got some freedom. I can show up on Monday, find out my essay is due Friday. Then I don't show up Tuesday. I can Mm -hmm. go home, start typing. I'm playing Fortnite by 10 a.m. with my buddies. Uh, House is available because one of my parents is working from home after COVID. So there's some kids that have figured out they've cracked the system. They figured out how to avoid the bell-to-bell-to-bell to bell to bell routine, still get their stuff in, still pass the course, but they're missing what matters. When you're sitting at home, you don't get to talk about your Mustang car. right? You don't get the interaction about some kid going to a funeral. You don't get somebody giving you crap about your haircut or, you know, you girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever you got going. That's that's the beauty of the social aquarium, as our friend Willow says. She calls school a social aquarium where learning occasionally takes place. Really, the kids go into school for this socializing, growth, maturing, development. And when you're sitting at home doing school, and I know there's something to be said for homeschool and the whole deal, and and a remote learning, there's some valuable stuff there, but you're missing a lot of the star qualities because there's a whole socialization process, mistake making, which I think you're going to talk about right now, Kevin. But there's stuff that matters when you screw up at school. There's there's lessons right. there, and there's and there's helpful, loving adults generally, if you're lucky, in the room with you who can guide you through some of this stuff. And that's not necessarily happen when you're in your basement alone, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, I had Tom. I had the opportunity. I haven't even cracked this open with you. And, in fact, I cracked it open with a bunch of strangers at a training at a public school the other day. But, Tom, I had the 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 wonderful experience of having two of my children sent home from school to spend some time at home. Um reading between the lines they were they were told to go home that that you're not welcome at the place for these couple days um and did this involve choices this involved choices and and i'll be i'll be i'll take one of them i'll take the youngest one because i'm sure people listening right now are like wow what did your high schoolers do well i'll go ahead and talk about the 10 year old (laughs) that that uh made a choice with a pair of scissors tom and one of his friends, and it included running, and 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 that's where I'll leave it. Um, but here's the thing: sending that kid home. I'm 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 not questioning that portion of it, but I want to piggyback on what you said. He is now removed from all these other moments where the light bulb can go on in learning. You know. So what I did is, is I took it upon myself to make sure I had some long conversations with him to create a Space for the beautiful thing to happen. Called, What are you going to get from this moment? What are you going to actually learn from this moment? Because I, I asked him that. I said, All right, well, here you are. You're at home. You made a decision with a pair of scissors. Okay, scissor boy, um, call on scissor hands. Um, you made a decision. So now you're home. What are you going to get out of this? And his first responses, Tom, were just surface. No offense to my son, I love him, but surface garbage. Uh, His first response was, well, I'll follow the rules next time. I'm like, no, 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 that's that's good, but that's not what I'm looking for. What are you going to get out of this? And he paused for the longest amount of time, and he kept looking up at me to see if I was going to bail him out and give him the answer, and I just didn't. And I just kept pushing him, pushing him, so he could actually peel away the moment and in the space I was giving him, get something that he can then apply to the next phases of his life. And, and we got there now, whether he is applying it to other phases, we'll see, but that's one teeny tiny moment that is replicated a thousand times in a school day. So you're right. If a kid's not at school and they're, maybe they're gaming the system to stay home. Maybe it's just for different reasons. They don't want to go into school. They want to, they cannot know they can get bees and miss X amount of days. They're missing In a sense life because what's school school is is the opportunity to do a mini replication of what they're going to get when they're out of school you know moments where they're going to mess up moments where they can learn moments where they have to fight to get something out of it and i think that as a dad dad of four that's what's so important about school geez yeah i want them to get the content they need to they need the building blocks they need the knowledge they need all that but goodness sakes they need the they need to develop the ability to navigate moments, fun moments, challenging moments, uh, embarrassing moments. They need to be able to navigate that because those moments never go away, (laughs) you know, never.
1: No, and and a lot of kids think, you know, they have this notion that I'm 16, 17. I get my phone charger from Amazon. I get my hamburgers from McDonald's drive-through. I get what I need when i need it so i'll just pick up responsibility persistence willpower i'll order some i'll order me some perseverance on amazon i'll do the drive through for courage commitment and collaboration none of this stuff comes that way there's no like shortcut order form for growing up and maturing which all the people listening who are adults to this podcast you went through something to get to be where you are you you either did a science lab you didn't feel like doing, or you, sh- you showed up at soccer for two days when it was hot, and you didn't feel like doing that either. But it's what it makes of you, and that's what we're all about in Top 20. And by the way, if you're interested in scheduling something with us, you can certainly contact us at info at Top 20 Training. But this is what we talk to staffs about. This is what we talk to students about. This is what we talk about the big, hidden curriculum in school. And it's more and more important because our nation right now is a mess. I think that's the technical term. Is a mess. And the solution is going to be raising responsible, healthy, happy, effective children to be responsible, happy, healthy, effective results, uh, adults. And, and those will result in a better culture for us all. <clears throat> yeah. So it's not easy. We're not saying this is an easy gig for teachers right now. But it's the gig; it's what we do.
0: So here's here. Let's do a really quick example. So, the I was working with students in Birmingham, Alabama, the other day. Tom and and I and I dropped dropped this on them, as well as some students here in Minnesota, uh, dropped similar things on them. I said, "Okay, in in moments where we're the not so best version of ourselves, we are we are sometimes." uh exemplifying what we would call negative mental habits so tom based on kids and you've been around kids what are just a handful of negative mental habits that get in their way when they're when they're quote the not so best version of themselves just give me two or three
1: okay boredom procrastination complaining whining this sucks Apathy. You want forty? Okay.
0: So you've been I, around kids. Describe your seventh period. You know? Yep. So okay. So there they are. And so I had the students. I had the students self-assess themselves. and Say, okay, what what showed up in you when you were the quote not so best version of yourself in that moment? I didn't. I didn't have them share the moment. I just had them share these words. And I said, okay, what do you need less of? And then they listed. Maybe they listed boredom. I need less boredom. I need less procrastination. I need more apathy. And I said, okay, now. In moments when you're the, quote, best version of yourself, when you're kind of in the flow, you're flying, um, which of these star qualities showed up in you? So, Tom, what's two, three star qualities that often show up in kids when they're the best version of themselves? Commitment,
1: courage, collaboration, uh, perseverance, self-discipline, self-motivation.
0: Perfect. So, And then I just said to them, all right, you've now, in one-minute time, brought to mind things that that are getting in your way apathy procrastination etc and you've also identified successful points that you've utilized in the past called commitment courage collaboration so right now in this time in this moment in february you've got a handful of months of school left which ones do you need more of which ones do you need less of and and can you commit to working on them you know, and the kids in a split second said, "Yeah, I need, I need more persistence. I need more. I need to show more respect. I need to honor the absent more often." And and Tom, that takes a minute and a half to do something like that. But now the kids have something in their head that really matters, and they can apply it immediately. Why? Because they have to crack their book or open their their art folder or get into Jim Fiad class. It's just as simple as that. What matters? Yeah, content matters. What else matters? Developing star qualities minimizing negative mental habits because they can practice that forever so i just think for an educator why don't you try that why don't you try that in 30 seconds minute and a half and then use their newfound awareness to create some action right in your content so
1: and maybe if you're a teacher you come up with a list of 25 of these star qualities yeah the what matters list mm-hmm. and you put on a piece of paper And you run them off, and you give every kid one of these. And I used to do this in my math class when I started the school year is, hey, pick three or four that maybe appeal to you. Notice I didn't put polynomials or cosecant, secant, tangent, squared. None of that stuff's on the sheet. That's common in my Algebra 2 class. But what you might be looking for on the side is a little side order of coleslaw here which is persistence, willpower and collaboration. that might be your jam. yeah some of you may be looking for focus and organization. All of you are here for different star qualities probably.
0: Yeah and and as a teacher, as an educator, as a paraprofessional, as anyone working with a kid, when you know that about them, you want to help them with that. you know so so if I'm the kid in your math class and I said I needed I needed more commitment and persistence, you could Tom at the end of that class period just say, hey, hey students, you identified these star qualities the other day. Uh check in with yourself. How you doing? And then and then maybe as I'm walking out the classroom, Tom, and you know that I need more uh commitment, you could just say, How's commitment going, Kev? You you going to basketball practice? Hey, that's that's exemplifying commitment. Are you gonna do this yeah. homework that I just assigned? That's exemplifying commitment. Keep going, practice it. And and that that's called a quick energy boost for kids because they need moments of of success and they need moments of hey, I see you succeeding, they need moments of fuel. And and that's just as important as the the reading quiz, if not more important. You know, our, oh, I'm not going to go there. Never mind.
1: Yeah. It's, at 72 years old, it's easy for me to sit here and say it's more important because I'm looking on the backside of my life, backside of my career. And, and, and what really matters is pretty clear to old man Tom here.
0: Hmm.
1: He is what's clear to a 14 year old girl sitting in a science class that she's not digging is can we crack? And, and the other beautiful part about connecting with that kid is not only are you opening the door to these things that matter, these star qualities we call them, but it opens the door to I give a crap about you. And that's big for a kid is which happened with your comment about the car and the Mustang. It's not about the car. It's about, Here's, a, here's an adult that has connected with me on a human level who gives a rat's butt about me a little bit. Yeah. Enough to even. That's big for a kid, especially Huge. if you're not getting your textbook parenting at home and this wonderful right. parenting at home. And I want to speak up for parents for a second. The economy has blown up the nuclear family. Because every kid, every family needs to go to Disneyland and you need find 15 jobs between some families have two moms, two dads, stepdad, and there's all kinds of nuclear families now. But everybody over the age of 20 is working. It used to be, we had one parent kind of raising the kids, one parent kind of making the money, right? That blew up years ago when the economy went to crap. That's technical term, crap. Crap! But now, since everybody's working, parenting has taken a hit because some parents have two jobs, three jobs. They're working nights. They they got a moonlight gig selling Rodan Fields face cream, whatever. And what's happened is the family thing has taken a hit. The family dinners are not a talk about morals and ethics anymore. It's how can we make it from Tuesday to Wednesday? And yes. just it, it, parenting is hard. And don't forget, when I was a kid, we just took off on our bike and nobody even knew where we went. Now parenting is 24-7, 366 days this year, Mm -hmm. and it's way harder. So when I say they're not getting the same parenting, that's by no means a wrap on parents. It's just a reality. Kids aren't getting the same kind of parenting that they did two generations ago or maybe even one and a half, you know. And now that's where schools have to step in. And a lot of 50-year-old teachers listening are saying, I didn't sign up for this. Hmm. Well, you, you kind of did when you came yeah. back this year to school, because
0: schools are different now. It's school part of the deal.
1: Learning's different. But it's just different, you know.
0: Well, and speaking of different, I think I think a kid from a quote, you know. TV show style parenting, meaning all the ducks are in a row and it's the, you got support and love and your roof, you're not worried about your roof, you're not worried about f- food. I think those kids need teachers, paraprof- professionals, counselors, they just need something different when they get to school, because we learn from difference too. And then, of course, the kids that are concerned with different things that... That are worried about food. That are worried about their parents uh, uh, working, working, working. Um, they need something different at school too. I mean, that's why. That's how important school is. We provide schools. Excuse me. Schools provide so much quote, different for these kids to get them through it all. You know, every kid needs it. Every kid needs it in one sh- one way, shape, or form. And and I'm just so proud of. Of educators, I'm so proud of the people that are 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 trying. You know, because I look yeah. at that really, what's it all about? Trying. trying. I got
1: two, I got two stories from the road last week. Uh, there's a school in Wyoming. It's Converse County, middle of if you go to the middle of nowhere and they go a little further, you get to Douglas, Wyoming, where miracles are happening. They they've trained their whole classified staff. That's Nutrition, transportation, maintenance, crossing guards, uh, paras, tech department. They've had two, two different trainings around all this star quality stuff. Here's two quick stories. One, the, uh, one of the crossing guards who makes maybe 15 bucks an hour saw a girl freezing in the winter cold of Wyoming and went out to the department store and bought her a coat that's what matters this hmm. this crossing guard is not making 100 grand a year and they're doing like this beautiful thing for this other kid another kid's got a winter jacket yeah uh, meanwhile there's a little dude named Eric who has had some experience at being asked to leave the classroom and one of the maintenance workers has taken this kid under his wing and does like time with the kid when he's supposed to be like sitting in suspension the maintenance guy takes them down, they work on the boiler room, they fix the snow plow, they do maintenance stuff, and the kid's got a wrench and a pliers in his hand, and he's helping out. Hmm. And he's taken to this, he he may have found his thing, you know. Sure. And it's like uh cool. And it, that's so cool. What matters is this kid is not being ostracized or isolated. He's and I don't mean to say he should learn how to get thrown out of class so he could play with the maintenance guy, but no. he's fine. He's got an adult that gives a crap about him, and he's taking care of the kid. You know, yeah, and that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's it is cool. It's really cool. It's it's that's how complicated this occupation is. You look at each kid, each situation, and you assess. Well, what matters here? What 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 moves the needle here? Um, and and that. That adds a level of complexity to this. We gotta trust our guts. We gotta trust our minds. We gotta trust our hearts. But that's why we need to look at what we do in schools through the lens of human development. You know, yeah. human yep. development, and that is like to echo everything. It is not easy, but it's crucial. And uh, oh. we we can make we can go big in small moments. You know what I mean? Small moments. How's your Mustang? Tell me about so the wrapping
1: this up. Wrapping this up today, we've taken enough of your time. Uh, One, don't forget if you're frustrated, uh, dismissal comes every day. I did thousands of these days in school. Every day, eventually, there's dismissal. Everybody goes home, and you get to start over the next day. So you're not having a great grind today. There's always tomorrow. Rule number two, Friday comes every week. It seems like I've never seen a week where it didn't get to be Friday. And then you're like, okay, I got two days to breathe. And you know what else? May or June, whenever you get out, that comes every year. And so there is a chance to reset. Remember, a lot of jobs, occupations, careers don't have a reset. There is no reset. You just do whatever your whole life. School has these built-in resets. Every period is a new period. Every day is a new day. Every year is a brand new year. You get you, you, Actually, you get all brand new kids. They keep shoveling new kids at you. And now there's a bunch of new freshmen that weren't freshmen before.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: get this refreshing start. So when you're frustrated, just hang on, put your fingernails on the cliff, make it to the next one, and do your best. You're not always going to be great on Wednesdays. you know. Maybe you're just really good on Thursday mornings. But we need you to be really good at some point.
0: Big time. That's all, all we right. got.
1: Today. That's me signing out. Yep. Love you. Love you for what you do. Keep it up.
0: Yep. We'll see you all. You'll hear from us soon. We're going to have a special guest in the next podcast. We'll give you that later. Um, all right, Tom, have a good day. See ya. Episode 41 is a done deal. Thanks so much for listening. Quick, just reminder, Top 20 Training, we're here for you. We can help your parents, your students, your your faculty, staff, admin. We have all sorts of tools, tips, that are easily implementable to help folks think, learn, and communicate more effectively. We, we can do that. And we're fun, engaging, and authentic. So just info at top20training.com if you want to connect. And again, remember, to all our California listeners, um, we'll be at CADA in March, March 6th through the 9th. We'll be speaking the 6th at 1.30 and 2.30, and then on the 8th at 8.30. And you'll see us milling around having a ball with everyone else. So come check us out. Hey, folks, thanks so much. Take care, thanks for being along for this week's ride.